Hey mama, you better be ready because this is about to be event session number three. And today we're talking about working moms. I'm lucky enough today to have Emma, who is the wine blogger, and she is wine with Emma is her hashtag and her Instagram page. She actually has two kids under two, wild, I know. Her two-month-old is the adorable, and her name is Mara, and then she has a two-year-old son whose name is Rory. I asked Emma to come on here because we got to chatting about the difficulties with being a working mom um, and all the struggles of that. So Emma, tell us what's going on, because I know that you're going back to work soon. Yeah, so I am going back to work on Wednesday, so like literally in two days. Um, So this is my second time going back to work, and I feel like I have a different mindset, but I'm still real nervous. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, always tell myself that I can't get everything done in a day anymore. It's just impossible. So I have made sure that my time with my kids is really special. Like no phones. I might only get 45 minutes a day because my work schedule is freaking wild. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and it's, it's never really consistent. So my 45 minutes a day that I might get with my kids are 100% about them. So everything is really intentional when it comes to my kids and everything else, unfortunately, like has to go to the back burner. I feel like that's something we have to accept as new moms is that we just can't, we can't do it all. And that we have to prioritize what's important to us. And obviously our babies are number one, right? Yeah. So I think that's like my biggest thing. Did you come up with that when you had Rory or is this kind of something that you've learned as you go and you started absolutely right now? I started it with Rory. So I was lucky enough with Rory that I didn't go to work until he was six months old. So that was like the perfect age where I felt like I could leave him. So this time it's like a little, Mara feels really young for me to go back because I, so I feel like a little more anxious, but, um, the day like I went back to work, I was like, this is exactly what I'm going to do and be an in- intentional. I think I had like listened to an audiobook or something like that to get some ideas of like how to manage life as a working mom. Because it's, I mean, I think we all kind of question if we can yeah. do it. Well, so. and I think it's, it's hard because I feel society and the way the, the world is right now, it's how can you afford to really not go back to work? <laughs> Exactly. And I think I, I've been teetering with that since before I had Rory. So my two-year-old is like, sure. I, I think my husband and I could figure out a way for me not to work, but I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones that could figure that out, but I live a lifestyle that I want to continue living. And there's so many things that I don't want to, I don't want to give all of that up either. So I have to give myself credit to see also like, if I can do it, can I, make it work so you know if I need to pivot and find a job that's less demanding because again my job is super demanding um then maybe that's something that I have to do but right now I have to I owe it to myself to see what I can do and not make any rash decisions while my hormones are still freaking crazy that is I feel (laughs) like so important is that we don't make any crazy decisions right now when we are I mean I'm still breastfeeding so I'm gonna have to figure out pumping at work and how that's going to work out for me. And I mean, there's so many things and I'm like, don't make rash decisions right now. 
which is great because it's like I am not only going back to work so I have the emotions of dealing with that but I'm also pumping so I have that but I also have my crazy emotions still and I'm not regulated yet (laughs) yeah exactly and I think we need to realize that that's okay too we are it feels like you're always alone in how you're feeling like okay I'm overwhelmed I feel crazy I am not okay how the heck am I gonna make it through this next whatever hurdle it is that's coming up what am I gonna do but like, if you think about it, how many women before us have had to do this and how many women after us are going to have to figure this out and question so many things and how many people are doing it right now with us. So I think like the community that you're building is exactly what what we need because we need to know that we're not alone. Literally, this has happened to so many people before. And you're crazy, but you're not the only one who's crazy. Yeah, no, we're all crazy together. So you just got to find the people to be crazy with. (laughs) They're going to like level set you on things when you just feel like everything's going wrong or you don't know how to deal with it in the moment. And that's, I mean, the working thing is hard. Well, because again, you, you question like, do I leave my baby or do I stay with my baby? Right. And who doesn't want to stay with their baby and if you don't like that's okay like some people need to leave their baby to give their baby the best mom version of themselves so they get that good break and they come back and they're like yep I'm a better mom because I work so I think that's important too is those moms need to know that they're not bad moms because they want to leave their baby and go to work that's okay that's where you're supposed to be Weekends feel so rough sometimes where it's like I this is 24 7 parenting like, God bless the people that take care of my kids because this is feels so stressful. But, and I think I'm a better person and a better me when I am working and I'm talking to other adults. Like I have found myself, I have my beautiful 12 weeks of maternity leave and talking to another adult human feels impossible. Like I can't mm-hmm. form sentences anymore. So I do think I'm a better me when I'm working, but that's the decision that you have to make. And I think we, we have to do it for ourselves. But I think ultimately, I think what like a lot of us struggle with is like, how are we going to get everything done? And how are we going to still prioritize what's important to us? So like self-care kind of thing. So self-care for me is going to be like, I enjoy a glass of wine with my husband. I love to work out. I um, love sleep a lot. Um, And I know I'm like a better me when I sleep and I like to get my nails done. So how am I going to fit all of this in plus my full-time job plus two babies? And you just have to decide like something that you're probably going to have to sacrifice. So in, in the, you have to plan it out too. So like I right now don't, I'm not working until Wednesday. So I'm able to work out five times a week. I'm not going to be able to do that realistically. Like I just, that's not going to happen. So I have to know what my plan is and then like meal prepping like I don't want to just in the morning like scramble and throw things into a bag like I need to again like being intentional about it it's easier said than done there's weeks that I don't let's be real we're so when you're trying to figure out like your self-care and what to prioritize what does that look like like how do you determine hey this is what I'm going to do for my self-care today um So I have been trying really hard on Sundays to prep for the week ahead. Like who's going to bring the kids to daycare and who's going to like, just 
like family managing, I guess. But then like, it's also like, okay, this is my day off. Am I going to utilize my day off? Like I literally schedule in time to watch TV because I just feel like I don't, I would feel bad doing it otherwise. Cause I feel like there's Mm -hmm. so many things to do, but the laundry can wait. You and your kids are the most important, I guess would be the way to say it, but it's frustrating, right? It is because it's, you want to be the perfect housewife, but you also want to be the perfect mom and you also want to be the perfect employee. So it's, it, you, like you said, it's really kind of figuring out what's most important mm-hmm. and what can kind of go on the back burner. Like it took me, I don't know, three weeks to do my laundry, my own laundry. Like I did the yeah. baby's laundry. I did like a random oh, laundry, they- made sure everything else was yeah. clean, but my laundry, nope. The kids' rooms are always spotless, but my room is not. (laughs) That is so okay. And I think, like, you know, the the, everything around the house is going to be there when you wake up, regardless. It goes back to trying to be more intentional about what you're doing. My work-life balance is so important to me, and I think everybody, like, our generation is all about work-life balance. We don't want to just live for work anymore. So, I mean... I have always had my work email on my phone, but I'm giving that up because I don't want to be thinking about work. It's going to be there tomorrow when I show up. And I, I mean, they're, they're going to be fine without me. And when I show up, I can take care of the problem and be, I can be work Emma then. And then when I'm home, I can be mom. Okay. So what I'm hearing is on top of the prioritizing Mm self-care and everything is transitioning like really kind of coming back into that mode of being like okay I'm not work Emma anymore I'm mom Emma or I can be non-mom Emma and non-work Emma and I can be just Emma yeah exactly and and I can be like friend Emma at a different Mm -hmm. point in time but like I'm gonna schedule like I'm gonna like make time for my friends because I think that's important too but but yeah like I'm not gonna work when I'm at home anymore I'm not gonna which I did because like, I'm a career driven person. Like I'm going to get to the top and I'm going to be like, I literally grew up being like teacher's pet. So I'm going, and I, I'm like that in work too. Like I want to be the best version of everything. So I can't do like, I, you have to realize at some point that like, what, again, what's Something's most important. Yeah. And at, right now it's my babies. Like they are, well, I think that actually right now, I mean, forever, it's going to be my babies. Right. <laughs> so it's just, I yeah figuring out how you're gonna balance all of that and by no means I feel like I should not be lecturing anyone because I am still figuring this all out (laughs) like I am not perfect (laughs) yeah I am not perfect but I like have had one baby already and have gone through it so I kind of know what I'm gonna expect this time around well you you know what works for you at this point and that could also change like you were saying is like you're going back a lot earlier this time and it's like, wait a minute, what do I need to do? What's best for my family? Yeah, It's really funny because like hearing you say that you're career driven, I used to be so career driven. I'm at a place where like, I don't want to go back to work, but I have to go back to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I got offered a position and it was a career. Like I would have been a director of something and I turned it down. I'm like, no, I want to stay home. And I got lucky enough to be able to, I've been out for 20 weeks. And it has been so nice. It's hard, but it's been mm-hmm. so nice. Cause like you said, it's like, you just want to be with your baby and he's 
about to be six months. And I think you're right. That's a good age because they, I don't know, you get to see all their, their milestones and Little stuff. Baby and, things. Yes. Oh, Which I think you're right for your first, that was probably great. Like you had to have that experience and you got to enjoy that. So like now with Mara, it's like, okay, okay. Like, I know you're going to do this. I know mm-hmm. you're going to do that. And I know I'm going to see it when I get home. So it's okay. Exactly. Like it's accepting that you might miss it, but you're going to see it again. Like yes. They're going to, they're going to laugh again. They're going to, they, they do all those things again, but it is, it is hard to be like, okay, someone else is caring for my baby that it, that's not me. And I am totally having a hard time with that. We, we've been lucky enough that my husband gets paternity leave and he got to split it. So he's going on oh, paternity cool. leave when I go back for six weeks and oh, I wow. am, I am like, but that's not how I would do it. I'm like, I can't do everything. So I've got to, you have to just let go. And Which be, is so hard. And he's a wonderful dad and a perfect parent. Like I, he, he parents perfectly. It's just not my way, but it's fine. <laughs> my babies are going to be safe. We're learning that sidetrack real quick. We're learning that in this house is that I need to stop being a control freak. Like he's a great parent and he's doing a great job. I need to just let go sometimes. I know. Same. <laughs> I'm still figuring that one out. I'm like, you can't say that anymore. You can't say that. I've I've got a repeating toddler. So he's saying everything that we say. <laughs> they go to the same daycare, which is on my way to work. So oh, nice. it is all, it's, you know, it's as logistically great as possible, but. It doesn't make it doesn't, easier. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you still have to, I mean, we weren't like packing Rory's lunches before school. We were doing it in the mornings. And I'm like, that's still five minutes that we could get back if we just did it while we were doing dinner the night before. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, it, you're like, well, I, how do I make my life easier, but also not be like so crazy about having a schedule? Because schedule and routine is awesome. But like, let's be real, like a baby's not going to give you the schedule that you want. Like, Mara mm-hmm. was all of a sudden going to bed at nine o'clock. I'm like, yes, I got the baby going to bed by nine. Like I've got a little time to myself before bed. And then all of a sudden, boom, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And you're like, yeah. And now I have to still go back to work with a baby that does not have a schedule. How is 12 weeks okay to go back to work in America, people? And it's so like, early. Not only is it just one, our emotions, like you said, our emotions are still crazy and completely out of whack but also like you're still trying to figure out your baby and learning your baby so you're sleep deprived Mm -hmm. and your baby's not sleeping so you go into work you're not going to be the best version of yourself because you're not getting sleep you want us to go back to work this soon but we're not prepared no physically emotionally definitely not but I feel like that'll be all the time but like I mean forever (laughs) yes But yeah, I mean, and I have a really physically demanding job, which was very hard during pregnancy and like really hard. And I thankfully have a really great team that, you know, knew when I needed breaks and was they were really great about it. And they'll be like that again. But I'm like, I lost all of that, those muscles that I had from having 12 weeks off. And my company's great that I get my first two weeks back or part time so that it's like a transition into it. But it's still, I mean, physically demanding things that I have not been doing. And then I'm trying to figure out in my shift, like, well, when am I going to figure out when to pump? And like, what if there's no other manager there and I'm the only manager? What if there's a manager call? What do I do? Like, these are things that I'm like, I, 
I'm panicking, like straight up panicking about it. And I know that it will be okay, but it's the, I mean, I'm dreaming about work now. <laughs> well, and then you're also trying to think about, again, the laundry, like your mind's going, oh, the laundry has yeah. to get done. Oh, when am I going to pump while I'm at work? Oh, Mara needs a diaper changed. Oh, mm-hmm. Rory has to go to the bathroom. I need to go help him do this. Like yep. you're just constantly going yeah. like this. And how am I going to like, how do I, how do I make sure that I prep all the bottles before, like the night before or whatever? Like, how am I going to, and what if all of a sudden, like I'm I mean, any breastfeeding and pumping mom is always thinking about their supply. So what about like, what if my supply just crashes? Like I I have, I've like with Rory, I was very determined that I was going to breastfeed and pump and make it work and had like a difficult time getting there, but did get there. And this time it's been a lot easier, but it was giving myself grace this time that if it didn't work, it'd be fine. But it's been going so great that I just don't want it to stop. Like I just, it's been going well. So what, like, what, what do minute. I do? Make sure you drink water, Emma. Like, that is important. <laughs> but I, there's days that I just don't have time to drink water. Like, and I know a lot of people go through that. Like, how do you, there's so many things racing through your head. Well, and you're probably eating so much better while you're home because you have the time sure. to prepare those meals. And I wouldn't say that I do think it's, it is very difficult to eat some of those prepared meals. You don't know when you're going to eat. So, right. I mean, it could be, two ways it could go very well while you're at work because you're eating those prepared meals you're eating them on time or it could go poor it's like wait a minute I'm so busy that I can't focus on eating because I have to pump instead or I have to do this while I'm pumping when I should be eating my team doesn't know like pumping Emma you know (laughs) the person like because legally you know we get two 10 minute breaks and a 30 minute break I just don't take my tens because I, I, I never had because I just was like I'm just gonna keep working I'm fine but like now mm-hmm. I have to take more than a 10 and I gotta, you know, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going to pump yet either. Like legally they have to give me a place to pump a that space. has no cameras. That's not a bathroom and not my car. And I know that they're probably doing that. Like I trust that they are, but like, I don't know where that is yet. So of course my anxiety is through the roof. <laughs> so like you can't even prepare for what your pumping space is going to look like or where yeah. you're going to put everything. Or like, I have like this like tiny little fridge. I'm like, I could bring that, but is there an outlet? I don't know. Or like what cooler bag? Like, I don't want my milk sitting in the break room refrigerator. You know? Like, I don't, I, you're, all these things go through your head, like trying to prepare for work. Which again, though, like I feel like working moms and working pumping moms, it shouldn't be awkward. Like it shouldn't be weird to have our milk out because that's what we're doing. I know. But because of society and because of all this stuff, it's created like this weird uncomfortability. Stigma. Yes. I'm the only woman in my store that is, I mean, I have like a couple literally they're elderly women that have kids but I am the only woman in my store that has young babies so literally nobody else can understand what I'm going through no so it is 100% like a I have to like break this barrier and make it something that is comfortable to talk about and not I mean I did it while I was pregnant I just straight up about things like I mean not like yeah I'm like this is me got this big old belly but I mean also what if I'm leaking at work like for real who's gonna tell me is it gonna be like who's it gonna be they're gonna be like oh um um 
uh, hey, um, you got something on your shirt. <laughs> like, I'd rather you just tell me, just let me know. I know. I just, and you, I mean, it happens. I mean, I'll be prepared, yeah. but. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal if it happens. Like, I'd rather you just tell me. Like, what if you're talking to a customer and this customer is just staring? <laughs> I know, or like a baby's crying next to me in the store. Like, what? Are you just like, oh. <laughs> Wear layers, I guess. <laughs> just load it up with the pads. That's all you got to do. Exactly. But like, again, these are like things that, yeah. like, other people aren't thinking about, and I am just paranoid about my baby not being with my babies, and then like about making sure that I'm making milk for my baby, and then planning that into my day, and then making sure that like their all their things are good, and still making sure that I'm managing the house, and still, I mean, let's be real, there's gonna be things that slip all the time, but it's it's like coming to a realization that it's okay. But it's okay. So if you could, two things, if you could go back to beginning Emma before Rory mm-hmm. and tell her three things or any other mom who's going through this with you what are the three most important things that they should know you are not alone and you should reach out and find a community or help if that's what you feel like you need um that will be there to just to talk to so I um I'll like give like a little story for this one but I fell in like kind of fell into a group of women that I met through a Peloton page that were all pregnant with babies due at the same time as Rory all of our babies were due within about three months of each other so we were all like very pregnant working out all together so we had like common interests um and I'm still friends with them and still talking to them so now we're going through the toddler phases together and it's really cool because they're all we're all at different stages there were two or three of us that were first-time moms the rest of them have two or three other babies Um, so it was so, and then now I like went through it again because I was pregnant again, but I still talk to them. And one person in that group has become one of my best friends that I talk to every day. And I, we met in person and everything, like we're real people. Um, but having that community to be like, Hey, what's this rash or (laughs) that's like a small group. Is this normal? Yeah. (laughs) Is this normal? Have you guys like it? Like, what did your kid do today? And just like, having that community feels really good that you can ask any questions too and that they understand what you're going through also like 3 a.m we would message each other and someone was awake to answer because we were breastfeeding our babies it that's important um so you're not alone would be the first one the second one is that like you can do it and you can do anything I don't know about you but I over prepared myself for labor thinking Mm -hmm. that that was going to be the worst part for me and I know that it, people do have traumatic birthing experiences and et cetera. And I was very lucky to have a really two straightforward births, but I was so prepared for that and was so not prepared for everything else that came after that. So it's okay to go with the flow and trust your in- instincts. So that's going to be like my other, just like, Emma, you're going to be fine. You can just trust your instincts. And then, yeah, exactly. And then the third thing is to like, let it go it'll be okay. Everything will be okay. And it may not feel like you're, this moment is for you. And I have had so many really low moments that I didn't want to get out of bed, but I did it for Rory or for Mara or for both of them. And you just, if you just let the things go, it'll be okay. The laundry will wait. The dishes will be there. But all the, the most important thing is you, your babies, your relationship, mm-hmm. and it'll be okay. I like that let it go I mean let it go. 
Savino loves Frozen it. and Let It Go yeah, is his favorite. Exactly. So awesome. let's embrace it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for not only like seriously being vulnerable and sharing your story, but also like letting moms know that it's okay to not be the best mom sometimes. And I hope that work goes well. Thank you so much. <laughs> and that you're not leaking when a customer comes in. Thank you. That is my number one goal of my first day back. <laughs> Do not leak. Do not leak. <laughs> Thank you, Emma, for joining us. If you guys appreciated hearing from Emma and you want to hear from more moms, um, please hit the subscribe button and hit like if you enjoyed this. And if you want to check out Emma's wine blog and follow her, her tag is right here. And if you're open to being on the channel and talking about your journey, or if you would like to stay anonymous, you can always write into the story. You can send me into my DMs on Instagram or on Facebook. And if you want us to cover a topic, please put it in the comments below. And as always, I hope whatever you were drinking was delicious. And I hope that you turn in next week for another episode of Moms with Moms, Moms Offering Mom Support. And have a great time being a mom because we're surviving and we're thriving. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>